0: everyone. I'm Tish Conlon. Welcome to another episode of Tish Talk Podcast. Today I have Tino with me. Tino is a EMF uh, radiation 5G. Uh, well, he doesn't say he's an expert, but he's probably the most knowledgeable person I know on the topic. His backgrounds is as electronics engineer for, as a formal education. He's been in the uh, rad- radar and satellite industry for many years and um, formal training in EMI and radiation safety and prevention and he has five years in aviation avionics. He um, has been speaking on some of the potential harm of 5G and EMF uh, radiation from everything from smartphones to smart appliances how to protect yourself and your family. So we're gonna dive in and maybe even touch on microwaves uh, if we have time. Welcome Tino, how are you today?
1: I'm great, thanks for having me. Everything's pretty good, beautiful day out. Nice to see you and meet you finally.
0: Y- yes, you as well. And uh, I did I miss anything with your introduction there? I was I was gonna like probably brutalize your last name, so maybe tell no, everyone good. your full name and how they could reach you if uh, if you do want to be reached for any of your yeah,
1: you can you work. can reach me on Facebook, I guess, or uh, through email. If if you uh, if anyone wants to reach out through you, feel free to send them my email. Uh, Tino Desideri is how you would pronounce it. I'm very uh, open on on Facebook and easily reach through there, or you can email me at tino at lcd com. So that's Lima Charlie Delta dash spelled out D-A-S-H.com.
0: Excellent.
1: Pretty good at responding.
0: Well, that's excellent. Thanks very much. And so let's dive in. I mean, how did you get interested in, in this topic? And I know you've been speaking at some of the same uh, groups I've spoken at, and people really enjoyed the the information. So what got you uh, interested in in doing presentations and diving more deeply into some of the potential harms of, of EMF and 5G?
1: I would say just over the last two years, especially, there's been an increase in my feed of seeing all this information come through about Radiation, cell phones, and 5G, especially, and having a background and in, in working directly in labs and certain industries, you know, right away you can see there's some misinformation going on and uh, misconceptions about how it works and how to protect yourself. So, you know, you start commenting on some of these these posts, and then I just made some videos online. People were watching them. And it kind of just spiraled into me doing presentations and just trying to help people get on the right path, because a lot of what you see out there is is misdirected and it's actually harming you if you are following that information. So it's just passion because of, you know, my background, my education, that sort of thing. just trying to dispel some of the rumors, I guess.
0: Why are they making? So, I mean, obviously, you realize there is a danger, there is harm from these products. Uh, so that's one of the myth is not that they're harmless; it's that they're harm. There that they are harmful. um, And there's a lot of data that proves that. Why is it that uh, these companies are making such toxic products and, um, you know, sort of inundating us with these harmful, uh, this harmful radiation? I mean, is it necessary? What's your thoughts on why it's happening and why it's happening increasingly so?
1: Well, I think the industry is producing this out of convenience. I don't know if there's any nefarious purpose for doing it perhaps there is uh we can stick on the topic of convenience right now everything being wireless obviously you don't have to dig cables into the ground and you know it's much faster to uh to transmit and set up networks using antennas as opposed to you know like i say digging uh tunnels and and burying cables and that sort of thing so there's a benefit i guess with cost and production when it comes to setting up a cellular network using cell towers. Um, I missed the first part of that question. Why do I think- yeah, Why like are said, they
0: allowed to produce such a harmful product? I mean, is there a way to mitigate it? There, not-
1: there are ways to mitigate. I don't know. Like some of the regulations you see from the government, um, a lot of their numbers are twisted. They, they tend to develop these measurements in safe zones based on what allows them to produce their product let's say I, I, we can mm-hmm. go back in history and see many times where they've tweaked their numbers to make their uh their agenda I guess yes. feasible um so I don't know because they test this on animals let's say radiation with your cell phone and we'll will do like lab experiments and we'll, they'll they'll claim a certain amount of radiation is safe to me any sort of radiation is is dangerous Um, and they'll give you a certain number like so many uh, it's called an SAR reading you're allowed to take in so much radiation over a period of time and then your body would would remove it through its own immune system I guess at that point you could say they have some sort of credibility but at the same time if you've got radiation beaming into your brain and your damaging cells heating up tissue there's never any benefit from that Um, so well the first part of your question I just remembered is can we live without it I say yes I mean we've I mean we still live in the time where we got up ran out the door went grocery shopping didn't have to take our phones with us Uh, we didn't care if we couldn't reach our family for those 30 minutes that we're out we never had a concern about you know, is my family safe at home or it's just this security blanket that we seem to have where I still do it. I'll take my phone wherever I go, <clears throat> but it's an airplane mode. Most of the time, I'll never put it to my head when I'm speaking. It's always on speakerphone and, yes. you know, things like that. I've reduced my plan right down to basic and paying 20 bucks a month as opposed to hundreds where I know some people are streaming data and Wi-Fi. They have all these elaborate plans that I really don't want to, I guess, invest in their technology. So I, I mm-hmm. literally went down to a basic plan. And if you need to get online for any sort of data uh, transmission or download, there's a Wi-Fi hotspot pretty much anywhere, any store or even mm-hmm. over on the side of the road. And you can even pick it up from a house sometimes if they have an open network. So right. I really That's don't like- buy into it. There's, there's no need to have it. Oh, like that's see-
0: actually a good cost savings tip. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot of things uh, we could we could probably discuss for hours about how the governments and we've seen that clearly in the last years, especially are twisting data, uh, misrepresenting mm-hmm. data and, and actually lying about data to push through uh, products and, that are harmful Um, not even, not even neutral, but not, not safe. So this is just another one of those. Uh, A lot of people said that they, you know, during a lot of the COVID lockdowns and things like that, it was like all of a sudden these cell towers, like just, just appeared. And so there's this uh, strange link between, um, you know, this whole COVID uh situation <clears throat> and then all the cell towers going up that raises a lot of suspicion is it factually true that a lot of cell towers did go up during um the lockdowns because myself when i'm driving now they just seem to be everywhere um and so they just took this opportunity to put all these towers up. is that factually true and how and and can you verify it
1: yeah it's true you can see it visually um some of the Pre-existing towers now have extra antenna arrays um, mm-hmm. assembled onto them. And if you look, there are some sites where you can do uh, mapping of antennas in 2020, as opposed to now, there's a, a significant increase in the amount of cell towers that have been installed. If,
0: worldwide? Uh, Is that worldwide? or? Um... Well, I,
1: just, I just checked here locally in Ontario and across Canada. I, I would suspect it's the same worldwide. But I will only speak to uh, to Canada and mainly Ontario that there is a definite increase in installations. Now that could be for certainly can theorize as to why, but definitely the 5G network requires more cell tower installations because the signal cannot travel as far, which is ridiculous. Like why would you use this frequency that doesn't travel as far in, in the atmosphere? And then the Internet of Things where they want to connect your car, your your house appliances, and all these other devices to the 5G network. It requires more bandwidth. So therefore, you know, they have to have these installations all over the city in, in order to communicate and have enough um, distance between these devices that they have the range to communicate. So there is, there's no question there they're having more installations.
0: And, and, you know, everything I've read, it's so hard to know, uh, you know, what's true and what's not. That's the problem. But um, I have read that 5G itself is quite harmful to human health. So why have it at all? It's inconvenient. You have to have more towers. It's extremely toxic to human health, that frequency. And it's yes. not really needed. So what, what, what would be your guess on why they're doing it, why they're forging ahead so rapidly? Other, You know, uh, from a non, I guess, conspiracy uh, theory standpoint, right. and even from, you know, obviously a lot of people have heard some very nefarious things. What what would be reasons why they would do that?
1: Well, like I say, if we're going to speculate, we could ruin the credibility of this interview. So let's stick to the facts that what I just yes. mentioned is you need more cell towers space closer together to have the range because the, uh, the proposed frequency for this 5G is around 30 to 60 gigahertz, mm-hmm. which means the wavelength is very small. And the, what am I trying to say? The, the frequency that it operates at is absorbed by air. So at 60 gigahertz, which will be the final upper end frequency at that, range, the signal is absorbed by air. It actually does not transmit very well, and it causes the, the molecules or the, the atom structure, the electrons in the valence shell of oxygen to release an electron, which becomes a free radical. Have you heard that term?
0: Yes, absolutely, yeah. not a good thing.
1: Right, so when oxygen turns into a free radical, and we're breathing it in the free radical is going to attach itself to some tissue in our body perhaps in the lungs obviously because we're breathing it there and it will begin to oxidize so that will create disease so right away when you're designing a cell system that first of all doesn't transmit very well at a high frequency and reacts with oxygen that raises some red flags for me um yes so Right yes, now, problem. yeah. Right now, there's a misconception. There are five Gs, five G 5G networks in in service right at this moment, but they're not working at their full upper band potential. They're like 25 to 30 gigahertz, which is 30 billion times of uh, cycles per second. And I'll explain why that's a problem. Um, but that does not mean the cell tower back end cannot work at a higher frequency. There's probably more information being passed on those towers than we're aware of. Right. So they're they're obviously able to, to, right now, be able to work at a higher frequency. They just may not be advertising it as that much. But let me be clear as well, all the other legacy, older cell um, protocols and, and uh, frequencies are just as dangerous, 4G, 3G. Uh, even like well, your Wi-Fi are. at home, everything's dangerous when it comes to uh, a frequency being transmitted through the air like that. You know, and radiation is dangerous. Period.
0: Absolutely, and you know, obviously, we live in a, a sort of a stew. Of radiation right now just we're just inundated with it we don't even know where cell towers are you see pictures of them being disguised and put in palm trees or all these things um so i mean a lot of people who now realize there could be a concern i mean i went to a uh conference and there was a a doctor who was actually talking about radiation poisoning and all the different uh human issues that they are now connecting to radiation. <clears throat> so, I mean, it, it, it's starting to become mainstream very, very slowly, too slowly, like a lot of things. But what can a family do to protect themselves? Let's go through some, uh, some things that can be done. And, uh, and I also want to ask you, there's a lot of people, even my own children, who think, oh, you're crazy if you say there's radiation coming from phones, because all the studies here, look at Google. Say they're mm-hmm. fine. So I find it hard to educate people when they're, um, you know, when they they've been. They've been sucked into kind of the marketing ploys of the companies that are promoting these technologies and they aren't really looking at independent studies, which are very few and far between. So number one, how can we protect ourselves? And then two, how can we get people to to be more educated um, and understand that the mainstream isn't necessarily giving you the truthful picture because they just want you to buy the product?
1: Okay, one thing you just reminded me about Um, in your phone especially the iPhone has a very clear message within it I think it's I don't have an iPhone but it's under the settings menu I'm there now I'm going in Yes.
0: yeah bring
1: it up and bring it up and it's legal it has something to do with um, RF information and right in that menu it tells you not to put it to your head and how much danger there is it advises you to use speakerphone Really, uh, because of I'd the like dangers. to see
0: that. I can't. Yeah. I, I will look for that later. I can't see, but yeah. I just now I put my phone. It's a good. It's a good reminder to always have it on airplane mode. Can you explain mm-hmm. briefly uh, what that does to protect you when you put your phone on airplane mode? Protect you from yeah. radiation.
1: In um, in airplane mode, the phone goes into sort of a standby state where the radio transmitter, being the cell, so you have so many. You have GPS, you have Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, and then the cell carrier transmitter, at least in your phone. When you put it on airplane mode, it turns off all those transmitters so it's not radiating out. And a good thing to remember is your phone is even sometimes more dangerous than the cell tower itself because if you're sitting at home, the cell tower that you're communicating with could be several hundred meters away And by the time the signal gets to your house, it's been attenuated and it's very low power. So you don't, it's not as dangerous as your cell phone, which is now picking up that signal and has to send it back several hundred meters. So it's putting out a lot of power right by your head to make it all the way to that cell tower. Um, So the closer you are to the source, the worse it is. Now you have those Bluetooth earbuds. People put them in their ear wireless. That's that's like the worst thing you can do. Because now you're you're beaming in radiation on both sides of your head as opposed to one. Um, right. And it does penetrate the skin. At that frequency, it will penetrate between one and two and a half centimeters at the very least, depending on the power level. And the higher the power level, the, the more depth it will have. So if I can explain how a microwave works in basic, now I have a presentation that has slides that can depict what I'm talking about, but if everyone can visualize a sine wave, where you see like a sinusoidal wave, it goes up and down like an S on its side. Yes. yes. That represents like voltage and power where it, the voltage comes up and then it comes down it reaches a null 0.0 and then it flips its polarity at phase, goes negative and then it comes back up. So when you're flipping these polarities up and down very fast, you have either water molecules or air oxygen molecules uh, doing the same thing because they're attracted to negative and positive. So depending where you are in that wave, let's say this is the peak and then at one point in time, you're gonna be in this position Let's say you have two molecules. One's going to be positively charged and one's going to be negative. And then when the, the sine wave flips, these molecules are going to flip as well. And when they're rubbing together, they're creating friction and heat. And that's how the microwave works. It starts to take all those water molecules and flip them several times per second. Now I'm talking like I think it's two, 2.5 gigahertz is the common frequency. So two and a half billion times per second, these water molecules are being flipped upside down. Imagine someone flipping you up and s- upside down that many times per second. I was just gigahertz.
0: thinking about that. Right. that would, you wouldn't feel so good afterwards. <laughs> right,
1: you would, you would get agitated, you'd start to heat up, you'd break apart. So these molecules rubbing together create heat and that's how it cooks the food. The same thing is happening with blood cells, oxygen cells, water oh, in your body. Okay. That's so, but it, it is happening at a lower power level, mind you. It's not like microwave is much obviously higher because it's trying to cook food. The the cell phone, albeit a lower power level, is doing the same thing, just over wow. over time and it's cumulative, right?
0: Well, I have to mention, because uh, as as my audience knows, I'm, you know, a resilience coach, and I'm a holistic nutritionist. And some of the some of the information I'd read years ago on microwaves was a little concerning, but I still was using it um over the last year or so as i've dived more deeply into a lot of these topics and it's looking like when you put your food in the microwave it really saps the nutrients so they're like dead yep. so right. my recommendation i have to say as a holistic nutrition instead of saying well it's just so convenient because we're we're on the go running is you know take those extra five minutes and put your food in the oven heat it up yep. properly yep. slow heat Uh, versus microwave. So I've removed my microwave completely from my home. I just don't want to use it anymore. And I know even certain countries have uh, removed microwaves. They don't recommend them. So households don't have them. So that's uh, just something I wanted to say. When you think of the damage of EMF and everything else, all these frequencies, harmful frequencies on your food too, where we're already short of nutrients, just say
1: no. <laughs> exactly. Well, so, we'll talk a little more about that because heating up food, period, whether it be in an oven, is going to destroy enzymes and nutrients. So eating raw, if you are able to, you know, freshly squeeze or juice some of these vegetables, if you're not able to eat them raw, is, is great. Uh, the antioxidant benefit of doing that, removing your free radicals from your body to repair the inflammation and the damage caused by this radiation, is one way to protect yourself. Uh, I know you mentioned that earlier. So trying to eat raw as opposed to cooking your food is, is one benefit. Uh, staying well, away from, you know, uh, microwave, period.
0: Absolutely. And I know a lot of, you know, I, I eat a range of warm and cold foods. You know, warm is so nourishing and comforting soups and things like that. Um, but one of the simplest way to get some great enzymes and raw food in your diet is sprouts, sprouting And sprouting is so inexpensive. And these, when you sprout, it's so easy. Just put a little water on these sprouts that you buy and you can get alfalfa, broccoli sprouts, radish sprouts. And then when they grow, it only takes a few days. Pop a handful of that into a salad or a sandwich and you have got the most nutrient dense food fresh at the peak of its freshness. it's gonna help uh, with some some of the oxidative, some of the damage has been done. Through this right, uh, this inundation of radiation, so I yeah. absolutely agree. So so in terms of um, the harmful effects, you were talking about some great easy things, putting a phone on airplane mode. What about like you know when you have a computer, um, you know having it hardwired versus Wi-Fi. So hardwiring right. all your computers, I did that in my house with myself and my kids um you know obviously where where you i have teenagers and they i think they might like that might be the end if i was to get rid of our wi-fi but definitely what do you think of the dark bags do they work um some of the bags that they apparently protect from radiation
1: do they do The, the thing with the bag is you have to have the device inside the bag totally closed and sealed in order for it to work the only way these products work we're going to talk about shungite and stuff is if you encapsulate yourself or the device inside of the bag or the shungite. So if you build a box of shungite, put a lid on it, of course it's going to work because of rock, metal, concrete, shungite, whatever, it reflects and, um, again, it reflects frequency. Frequency can't really penetrate. Some, some. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Certain frequencies can't penetrate it. It will either bounce off or be slightly absorbed but not much and as soon as you take the lid off it's just like light in the room it'll get back inside the box so it can, oh. it the effect so that's where the first misconception comes in with these products that you see
0: um, right so different. like so if you wore a shungite necklace that's basically going to do zilch yep. unless you had a whole no. bodysuit with a mask on for shungite right. Now, does that negate the effects of certain products like lambswear, which uh, sells itself as protective or some of these clothing lines? I don't want to use one, but uh, I know there's a bunch of them that sell themselves as protective for EMF. Does it negate the effect a little bit when they're lined in certain areas like a shirt or anything like that?
1: It will only protect the area that's covered. The blankets, the shirts, the hats will only protect whatever is covered but you're still, let's say you got a hat on, it's still coming in at your face or your chest. Yeah, I've seen the blankets where you put them on your lap and you put your laptop on top of it. It's simply protecting your genital area, whatever, maybe your lower stomach, but it's still radiating around your chest and your hands. Sure, it helps. Uh, what oh, I normally yeah. do is like when the kids are playing, we'll put in, in airplane mode and I'll put a pillow between the laptop and their lap. So it's, there's that little bit of space also helps. Um, but in terms of totally protecting and moving and somehow magically bringing all this radiation into this little, what, a Shungite bead or blanket just doesn't, doesn't work that way. And that's, that's another misconception I see quite a bit. And just because you're wearing a bra- bracelet on your wrist doesn't mean your head is not absorbing. Right. Your cell, your cell phone radiation it makes no sense it's just the the level of brainwash there is just like we see with the masks and stuff these days yes Uh, but for me because i know about it more so than a a medical apparatus it's just it it triggers me and and it makes me want to do more of these interviews Uh, and i've actually i have a ten thousand dollar challenge to anyone that can provide proof uh, or a, a product that will protect you from EMF. I have that uh, fairly visible on my channel. 10,000 to anyone that can provide. Wow. Yeah, I want to put That's that out good there.
0: That's a has good to challenge. meet
1: a proper. challenge. It has to meet a proper lab test, EMF, uh, uh, proper EMF test, not these, what you see on YouTube. Half of them are doing it wrong. Their meter doesn't even measure what they think they're measuring. They, mm-hmm. You know, I have a video on that as well, which I can share. Um, so many out there will they'll, they'll block the sensor of the meter with their product and claim that everything in the room is now gone. It's like covering your eyes and yes. pretending the light is gone in the room. Like it's not getting into your eye because you're blocking your eye. It's the same thing. Putting a piece of sunlight well, you know, on the meter yeah. doesn't stop it from radiating in the room.
0: I mean, there's so many things out there that, uh, the average person, even someone who's trying to keep on top of things can get so overwhelmed. You you know, you've got your job and your family and your bills already and all these uh, threats coming at us. The food system's toxic, all of, the, all of the, the corruption in our governments and in our mm-hmm. medicals and everything. And on top of that, they just, I can understand, they want a quick fix. What product's going to solve this problem? I myself have bought the dots, you know, the, the they've been I can't remember all these things that you apparently just put them on your phone and it negates the effects I'm thinking okay I'll try that hoping it's gonna work I've bought little metal box things I mean I've done it all at one point my um uh, my sons got really upset with me because I'm like uh what can I do with the router it's so close and um i just didn't know what to do with it and i did something that i had read once that was absolutely harmful to the router um so i mean w- what else can we do i mean uh move the router so it's further away yep
1: you can do that there's actually a setting if you get into the menu where you can turn down the power level of it to a low oh. setting
0: turn oh, it I off it do that
1: it, i can uh i'll have to send a link I think it's best if I send a link to the video because it has.
0: Uh, oh, okay, I will detail. include that. I will do yeah. that myself. I bet you a lot of people would be interested in that. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, and-
1: reduce, reduce, and distance. Uh, power levels, reduce the usage, and the distance is the only way to protect yourself properly. Um, so turn off your devices at night, unplug them if you have to. There should be settings in the menu where it can turn off the transmitter at a certain time. So when we're sleeping, there's nothing. Turn the router
0: off at night. Unplug it.
1: Yeah. Same thing with your TV. If you, if you can't wire it up, well, I don't know what to say about that, but there are like Bluetooth and Wi-Fi settings in the TV that can be turned off. if you're able to wire them up, Um, just get away from the convenience of this technology. If you have to, you know, turn on your lights from a a cell phone, maybe, you know, get away from that idea and get up off your butt and flick a switch because um, I used to have that too back in the day, even knowing what I know, I used to have these remote control lights and stuff. And I just, you know, I removed them all from the house. Everything's manually turned on. so.
0: I'm moving that way myself, but it's a battle uh-huh. with two teenage boys who don't believe anything I say about the harm of radiation. Get it's them on the phone a- with me.
1: Show them, show them the menu on the phone, and then I have a meter here. We, we can do the test. Uh, actually, I, I did a recording live in Woodville with two or three meters. We had three meters, and we put one beside, you know, a cell phone, and another one where we put the shungite in the proximity, and nothing. Nothing helped, nothing worked. The sticker on your phone, just so you know, the sticker on your phone may be actually causing more damage because it's on the back. You put the sticker on the back, correct? Yes. So you're still getting radiation coming in this way. Mm. And that sticker may actually be um, reflecting more frequency back Jeez. into your head as opposed to allowing it to escape. So
0: just so- take it down. Just, just turn it on airplane mode. Don't sleep with it. I mean, the the thing I said to my kids is it can't go in your rooms. Right. Turn it off and and leave it outside the room. Don't have any any Bluetooth or any um, Wi-Fi, yeah. anything in the room um, right. is is best. No and computer please, in the room either. Yeah. Nothing.
1: And please don't carry it in your pocket. People put it in their front pocket. I'm like, oh no, please don't do that. And my son
0: it. does that and he everybody will does not that stop yeah everybody i everybody uh, does it yes yeah, i moved this all to, to wired headphones mm-hmm. and again i got a lot of strange looks on that but that's better than um the the you know than the earbuds isn't it that's a step 100%, 100%. up
1: 100 it's a big step actually it doesn't even really affect the, the the level of electricity going through those wires is so small it it's negligible. If, if not, I wouldn't even worry about it. So So
0: what else? I mean, obviously we're not going to go into dietary. I mean, although, you know, ways to protect from the free radicals and the radiation, I know iodine classically helps to detoxify radiation Mm
1: -hmm. and,
0: you know, it's, it's great because there are so many other toxins in the environment. It helps with our um, with our whole metabolism, our whole system. So, a little drop of iodine helps. You know, it's a, just a great little habit. It's only like eight bucks or ten bucks for a little bottle, one drop can last months or longer um, so what else can people do um you know to get rid of the toxicity or the radiation in their body um, and reduce us uh, and reduce uh, their exposure obviously um, one one thing I did want to ask you was is it uh is it true I mean people living in the city have a lot more exposure just through the the number of cell towers up there so yes. one simple thing is if you can move outside the city you'll have less exposure
1: is that factually true yep 100% the more towers the more power it's all additive so yeah the best way nutrition wise i mean there's there's some supplements with uh, orac ratings that you can look up a lot of fruits and vegetables with high antioxidant capabilities um, the orac value is the oxygen radical absorption is it coefficient or capacity i keep forgetting I I look it up and I keep forgetting if it's capacity or ORAC, O-R-A-C. Yeah, you look it up on.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, with all the free radicals you want, you know, these antioxidant rich foods to mop up the free radical. So that's just that easy tip for people. So um, things that are uh, high in... Uh, You know, the classically fruits and vegetables are full of antioxidants, berries, you know, some of the rich berries like blueberries and, um, you know, uh, um, I think quercetin, which is an antioxidant that they're even uh, saying has great use with the COVID uh, as an antioxidant and uh, it's found in, you know, things like onions and apples in high amounts. So yeah, so really a good good way to mop up all the free radicals for radiation. And what about infrared saunas to sweat it out? Would that help sweat out the radiation, would you say, as an expert or not sure? It still needs to be mopped up. I'm, There's no way of, of getting rid of it once it's in, you have to kind of mop it up.
1: <laughs> I don't know, I wouldn't comment on that. I know I'm not an expert on radiation. So I will say based on my education and background, uh, sauna and sweating out ready radiation i don't know if that's possible i'm not sure um, that's okay no so
0: that might be the, for other toxins but not radiation
1: yeah it's the it's the tissue that would be damaged in that case so if there's a way that the body replenishes itself or protects itself by sweating out like the immune system protecting itself perhaps that would work mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a bad idea because you know sure. I know that it's. It's beneficial to do that. I know that uh, salt bath, sea salt baths, apparently the military do that to reduce radiation exposure and absorption.
0: Okay, that's, an int- that's a good tip. Yeah, tech. I
1: read that like a while ago. I'm not sure how that works, but the sea salt in the in a bath <laughs> water, I think it's 30-minute soak, helps remove some of the, um, what do you call it, the uh, Toxicity. inflammation. Toxicity okay information and that sort of thing. I would have to, like I say, defer that to an expert. In
0: yes. Okay. No, that's health. great. So mm-hmm. so we've covered a lot of ground. I mean, in terms of protecting your family, I mean, geographically, I try to live in a, a lower density area where there's less mm-hmm. Wi-Fi towers, so you're not exposed. When you're in your own home, wire things hard, you know, have hardwired computers mm-hmm. Um, with cell phones, if you have to have one, turn it on airplane mode, turn it off, sure only enough. use wired headphones when you're uh, speaking
1: right.
0: um, and uh, keep it on speakerphone. Don't put it to your head when you're speaking. If you don't have your um, uh, wired headphones, mm-hmm. don't keep it in your pocket. Keep it far away from you. I put, I'm putting mine farther yeah, and farther away way as we speak. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Is there
0: an optimal distance? Uh, well, another room. Preferably, but yeah, the, fur- the further, the
1: better. The better. the better. the better, uh yeah. I mean, okay. you've mentioned pretty much everything. It's just get away from the technology if you can. Don't be afraid to go back to your roots when you know when you were younger. And mm-hmm. like I say, you got up and changed the channel on the TV. Even those, I don't know if is such a big deal, but just everyone's got to stop being lazy, I guess, and conforming well- to these
0: yes i i mean a lot of people i know now are saying they don't use a phone anymore they just use their computer and then they have just a flip-flop right. phone now just for text and phone low plan that right. saves a lot of money right. and um i was going to ask you about led lights because it's another thing i don't know if it's true or not i've heard they, that they're actually quite harmful they, they, they emit a lot of radiation is that true or is, is that not i mean is there, is there a, a positive or a negative with all the LED lights that are controlled uh, with your phone? I know people have them in their home and they're getting different colors and it's all like their whole house is full of them and they're remotely yeah. controlled.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing. The actual light itself, the di- like LED is, is a form of diode, which can be used to transmit frequency. It isn't a light form. Um, I would say it's less of an issue than the, uh, the radiation we're getting from cell towers. I do know that just the wireless technology to turn on that light is a problem. Mm-hmm. The light itself. I don't know. I don't know enough about that aspect to comment, but I would say question it and, you know, definitely something to look into. Yes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know what else to say, but question everything, and like if, if you're in denial or disbelief of this, like I say, like there's several studies out there from government agencies even. The, uh, the menus in your phone will tell you, and the meter, you can pick up a meter off most of these, uh, I don't want to say the, the name of the site because I don't want to support them, but you can just walk into a store and buy a decent handheld rf meter measure okay, something.
0: can you things. and yeah. is there any that you can an app you can download or would that not work or do you have to No, buy- you'd have
1: to buy a meter the, the only one that i recommend at this time i have i just purchased it uh a few months ago because it has a high bandwidth it can read more okay. frequency and it has three antennas in it as opposed to one so no matter like,
0: how much would that cost is it expensive yeah it's
1: a couple hundred dollars depending on what site okay. you buy from or store and okay. uh, it measures the rf frequency it measures the voltage and it also uh, measures magnetism so oh, i think really? it's uh, ef-390 or em i'll have to confirm that
0: could, um, could you send that as well and i'll include that uh yeah, with yeah. the podcast of people i mean i might be interested in buying one yeah um, it's nice to have yeah, I mean, it it helps to 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 give accuracy when you're saying something, particularly mm. to young to young people. Right. Who, yeah, and who that's growing up that's another
1: yeah, another. yeah, another thing I like to say is when the uh, the experiments drop, the BS stops. So, I mean, if you have a meter, there and you're able to measure something.
0: Yes, you can't, you can't deny that, right? I'm so. buying one, absolutely. If my nothing's more important to me than my children, right. so if I could get them away from uh, their devices. Uh, mm-hmm. At this point, it, it's just one of uh, a number of areas where we disagree and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they call me, you know, the names and uh, I would like to be able to factually show them that I'm, you know, I, the information yeah. I'm giving them is to protect them. Right. So well, this has been fantastic. I really appreciate it. I know we spoke before um, before the podcast about some of the te- the potential technologies that could mitigate the harm of um, EMF, etc., cetera, but we're not sure uh, about the validity of them. So the validity. So right. we'll save that for another talk. I've sent you some information on. Coffee fee fee um and um i'd love maybe in a follow-up uh podcast to get your thoughts on that if it's something that's uh potentially good or maybe is real or not
1: so listen
0: uh tino i really appreciate you having you on the show and i'll look forward to i'll I'll wait for those links if you could send them to me and then i'll i'll send that to the audience as well is there anything i missed anything anything you wanted to say to people um or maybe Mm -hmm. those people who are doubting what you say is is accurate calling you uh you know, just uh, paranoid or conspiracy theorists or anything like that, that might trigger them uh, to, to make better habits around radiation because the harm will lead to cancer, isn't it? Um,
1: yeah, ultimately that's, you know, the most detrimental side effect, would be a cancer of some sort. I don't know what to say if these people are so um, sure of themselves, let's, you know, like I say, put up the 10K challenge. Let's see how confident you are I have three meters or more that I can put up. We can get, we can rent a proper EMF lab and do the test in the lab, loser pays. I'm willing to put up the money. I'm gone like public with it. So there's nothing on the market right now and there probably never will be that protects you from EMF unless you are fully encapsulated in a cage or in a suit. You're not- Faraday
0: cage, yeah.
1: Faraday cage, pretty much. If you wanna walk around in a cage, Yes, Mm, that's fine.
0: And just before we go, because the the one thing I hadn't spoken on was Faraday cages. So, you know, if there was some sort of EM event or you know some sort of event um people say put your phone in a microwave acts like a a faraday cage or um all these other things what is the technology of a faraday cage and how um how could it protect something like a car engine or um electronics
1: okay well the cage like as it implies is like i say you have to be inside of this device or Mm
0: -hmm.
1: cage the cage is made of uh a conductive like wire, let's say, and it has a very small mesh, mm-hmm. so that certain and it has to be designed for a certain frequency as well, because mm-hmm. if your, your cage spacing is too wide, let's like, like like a fence, then you know things can get through. Right. So if you have a tighter mesh, that that wave will hit the mesh and then ground itself before it goes through and and hits you. I don't even think the cage itself could. Reduce it or attenuate it 100%. It probably does a good job of knocking it down quite a bit. But that's how it works it'll hit the cage itself and then ground itself because the cage will be grounded to earth. Okay. So, just like electricity, if you were to ground it, it would go, it would short itself to ground as opposed to electrocuting the person. Um, now, I just forgot what your question was. Um, So the cage, how it works. Yeah, basically it has to be designed for the frequency or the frequency range. You have to be inside it. It has to be fully enclosed. It has to be grounded to earth ground in order to, uh, you know, drain all that energy down. Right,
0: right. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, this has just been a, like, just a plethora of information, clearing up some of the myths around uh, protecting from... Um, the radiation, and really going back to the the practical, like mm-hmm. sort of obvious, simple, uh, yeah. unplugged from Wi-Fi, landlines, actual <laughs> plug-in headphones. You know, get it away and out of your room. Don't
1: radio. be lazy. Use the cord
0: yeah that's a good one don't be lazy use the cord use the cord or or protect your health use the cord I love it well thanks so much to you it's been great having you on the show have a great rest of the day and please send me that information I'll get it out right away
1: I'll do it right now so I don't forget
0: okay I love that thank you
1: thank you